Hi, I'm Joel. Hey, I'm Josh, and welcome to our podcast, You Know What. Follow us on Twitter at YKW underscore girl. Or you can email us at you know what though at gmail.com. Hello, Josh. Hi, Joel. How are you? I'm fine. Thanks for asking. And how are you? Girl, I am doing fabulous. It is Pride Month. Happy Pride. This is our first episode of Pride Month. Yes, but before we get into that, I just want to make an announcement. Um, This will be our last episode for a bit. So after this episode, we're not going to be um, doing any episodes throughout the summer because Josh and I have various... (laughs) Josh will make me laugh. We have various projects that we're working on and um, we also want to come up with ways to make the podcast more exciting and enjoyable for you guys. Take some time to come up with some new ideas and so on. Um, Josh, do you want to say anything? <laughs> <laughs> Girl, I just, want, I just want you all to know that... Josh doesn't you know, want to say no- anything. I just want you all to know that not everything is as it seems. <laughs> Some people will and let's, just say, let's, just say, let's just say let's just say let's just say guys. No, let's just say guys, guys, um content is about to be created and we'll leave it at that. <laughs> On that note, let's get into our first segment, which is get it off your chest in 30 seconds or less. Josh, you want to go first? I just want to say your arms look really good today. I have been, okay, so I have been, let me tell you what I've been doing. Summer is coming up and I, well, summer is here and I need my body to be what it could be. So one of the tricks I do is I do pull-ups and push-ups with every single workout. It always works for me. I, I suggest you try. Do you do it at the top or the bottom? I mean, like, at the, do you do push-ups and pull-ups at the you beginning take a or the end? Of me, Josh, ask permission. Don't just be sneaking pictures of me, okay? Um, I do I do push-ups. I do the, I do the pull-ups at the beginning because the pull-ups are one of the hardest exercises. And then I end each workout with push-ups. Okay, okay. Well, thank you for noticing. Mm-hmm. So what do you want to get off your chest? You know what? I want to... <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me be nice. Um, you know what I want to get off my chest? I'm just doubting, just not trusting your instinct. So like, all right. So usually when my gas tank, I feel like a broken record talking about gas and inflation. But usually when my gas tank is like less than a quarter tank is when I'll decide to fill it up. Um, so my gas tank was at a half and I was like, I obviously don't need to fill it up if it's at a half tank. And the next day, gas prices increased by 20 cents. Oh no. Which 
is obviously a lot in retrospect. That is a lot. So, I, so I'm just like, I should have just went with my instinct. And even though it was at half tank, I should have just filled it up. So now it's like, do you have to keep your gas tank filled with prices continuously like increasing? Like it really is with like the whole Ukraine war thing, like gas prices have increased like exponentially like within the past few months. And it is wild. I think at this point it's approaching like almost $2 since January. So it is getting. I, 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 I feel it's somewhere. Here. I mean, you're you're <clears throat> sorry. You're a lot smarter than I am, so you might know the answer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I read somewhere that, or I heard somewhere that, uh, if you if you keep your gas tank um, at half or close to full, then you burn less gas. Is that true? And you burn more if your gas tank is close to empty. Um, that there's like so much like rumors and myths about that in terms of. They say like yeah, because if if majority of the gas, if majority of the volume of your tank is up is um filled with like the liquid gas, then it'll give less space for the gas to evaporate while in your tank. So that's like the myth behind that. But I don't. I honestly don't okay. Know I don't know what any of that means. Nor do I care. So what do I want to get off my chest? Okay, so what I want to get off my chest is I better not hear anybody in fucking New York say, oh my God, it's so hot. I can't wait for fall. Because all through winter, everybody was saying, oh my God, it's so cold. I can't wait for summer. So shut the fuck up. I don't want to hear it because that really annoys me. Didn't that bother you when you lived on the East Coast? Um, okay, so I feel like, okay, well, the truth is summer can be too hot. Like spring and early fall are like the, like, times to be alive. Spring and early fall is really, is really the best, otherwise. That's when it starts to cool down. Because the thing with summer is like, well, it's not the same for the Bay because we don't really get summer like that. We always have a breeze. But New York, girl, your subway ACs be broken. People be fainting in those crowded subways. So summer is kind of a problem by your end. So summer gets really crazy in New York. I've, um, you know, it gets really extreme. Like summer is unbearable and winter is unbearable. But my thing mm-hmm. is, I would take the summer over the winter any day. Because I mean that cold, crazy. Yeah, but to get to work sweating because it's just so hot in the suburbs. I'd rather get to work sweating than to get to work um wearing uh 14 pieces of clothing. Okay, okay. Girl, would you ever move to Manhattan? Um like if you if you end up like working in Manhattan. If I'm making like a lot of money, that's the only way I would move into Manhattan. Because mm-hmm. because the apartments in Manhattan are, are way smaller than the ones in Brooklyn. And I don't want to be paying um a lot of money to be living in a two by four. I feel like you, you get more for your money's worth in Brooklyn. You're literally just like calling my name. Like you're calling me out without calling me out. But I mean, you know what I mean, right? Like living in Manhattan, it doesn't make sense unless you could actually afford to get a property. Yeah. 
So I'm not I'm not going to live in Manhattan just to see I live in Manhattan and then it's very and it's very much like a it's very much like a scene scene. Yeah. Because like it's the same thing with like people who live in San Francisco proper. Um they pay like thirty five hundred for studios and it's just like yeah. it's like your your kitchen smelling up your bed and then like your bathroom smelling up your bedroom. Like it just yeah, space is a problem. Yeah. So let's talk about today's topic, which is Pride. So happy Pride Month to all you gays, including you, mm-hmm. Josh. LGBTQIA. Yes. Um, where I want to start this conversation is with um, trans women and femme gays. And the reason why I want to start with them is because they were really the ones at the forefront of um, the Stonewall riots and the, 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 the LGBT plus, LGBTQIAA plus um, push for civil rights, especially here in the United States. And I feel like you know, had they not done what they did, but then I feel like it's a fact that if they hadn't done what they did, we would not enjoy the um, the rights that we have now. And they're really being pushed aside, not only by um, the wider community, but by gay men as well. Because you hear, you know, like, you don't really see it as much anymore, but on Grindr, even back in the days of Adam for Adam, you would see things like no femmes, mask for mask, um, and my question to you, Josh, is what have the mask gays done for the gay community? What have they really done? Um, honestly, I think the only thing they've done is vote, like what you do in private. Yeah. Because the truth was like uh, the trans community and also like um, the femme gays who really some had no choice because of like their characteristics but you know they just wanted to live out loud so mm-hmm. they were just tired of being openly persecuted mm-hmm. but yeah it's unfortunate like they really stuck their head on for everyone while you know the ma- mask or let's say DL gays just kind of reaped all the benefits in the background yeah uh, but I guess now all they really do is vote I guess but I mean, even before that, voting wasn't even an option, right? Um, yeah. But you did touch on a very good point in that I think if you if you like you could pass for a straight guy, um, you know, you do enjoy some kind of privilege. But if you're just like super feminine, super queeny, um, you're gonna be singled out, you're gonna be identified, you know, you're gonna crack you. Yeah, yeah, you know. So I, I do think that that's a problem we have in our uh, society you know in, in our community i do think that it's okay to have your your preferences so like you know if you're not into femme guys okay fine but i think that um when it becomes a joke or like when you making fun of femme guys you know that's not that's not something they can help yeah so we need to pay um, our respects to the femme queens and to the trans women who were at the forefront of our community 
And thank you so much for, you know, fighting for the rights that we do have today. Mm -hmm. And even like, um, like the, like the rights, not just, I guess, having gay clubs or whatever, but I've only recently started to get comfortable, like holding like a guy's hand in public. Like that, I honestly used to feel really uncomfortable doing it. And it just felt very like PDA. And, you know, I had to tell myself, well, straight couples do it all the time. And also like uh, the guy kind of like, felt bad because he said like I swatted his hand away. I was like oh. <laughs> uh, so I I had to I had to let go of of that fear I guess. And I I'm only able I'm only able to do that because of the gays who fought for the rights. Yeah. But I don't know because it, it's a way I've always been aware of like the the whole concept of time and place. Yeah. Uh, yes, gays have rights, but you know, I've never, I guess I've never lived in like a purely gay city where that is just so common. So I don't know. I guess in San Francisco, like, um, my guy just wants to hold my hand everywhere, like the moment we go out in public. And it's just something that I have to get used to. Do you, do you think it comes from also from, um, you know, just your years in Trinidad, growing up in a very religious home, um, your mother trying to beat the homosexual demons out of you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't, think, I don't think it was the home. I think in Trinidad in general, like, it just wasn't accepted. Yeah. So, yeah, but, I mean, even... I don't know, even certain parts of New York, like you wouldn't necessarily hold someone. Well, some parts of Brooklyn and some parts of the Bronx, you're not doing that. Yeah, exactly. Mm. I don't know, just it's an interesting thing that I think. But you know, about. that's why that's part of why pride is important. That's part of why visibility is important. Um, mm. because you know, I've I've coming from a country where we didn't have pride to New York, the place where you have one of the biggest pride celebrations in the world, one of the things that I always um, struggled with was some of the friends I made in New York, like when I would go to the pride parade every year, they would say things like, um, why are you going to that? Like, we don't need a parade, that kind of thing. And I, you know, I, I said to some of them, like, maybe you guys just grew up, <clears throat> grew up knowing this as the default. But for me, it's a big deal because I didn't have this in my country. And there's so many, many other countries where um, they don't have that. So many other um, parts of even just the United States that don't have that. And I think people take it for granted when they have something that comes very easily. So I'm saying all this to me like, yes, the parade is important because it's a big part of visibility. And then once people see things and it becomes more normalized over time, then, you know, you probably wouldn't get jumped for holding your boyfriend's hand in the Bronx or, um, you know, some parts of Brooklyn. Yeah, well, I think you don't always. Well, the only thing I was... <laughs> Girl, I... Well, you know what? I think... I think... Girl, you know what? I think you'll get jumped. 
But I think you might get jumped for a different reason. Ah, uh, okay. So you're thinking am like, I am I am I me? Because I'm black. Am I me? Am I me? Am I be holding someone tall? Me not your boyfriend. What? <laughs> you get jumped for a different reason. Okay, if that's an inside joke, you're the only person in on the jokes. Girl, girl, I'm saying you get jumped. You get jumped for holding a man's hand. And it wouldn't be because it's gay. It's because you're holding a man's hand. And I'll leave it at that. Okay, so Josh has his own little inside joke. Nobody knows what he, where he's coming from. Girl. But let's just laugh with him not to make him feel bad. Josh, that was... Girl, so girl you, don't have, you don't have to understand it because you know it. But I anyway, don't, don't. But honestly, thanks to gentrification, <laughs> you might be able to hold a ma- your man's hand in Bunk and Brooklyn. Because it can get people out. So what you're saying is that you are for gentrification? Um, <laughs> to be honest, yes. Okay. Because because I am, like, I'm not from anywhere. Like, I, by default, I am with the wave of gentrification. Yeah, you are, you are a gentrifier in, in some ways. In some yeah, way. all of us are. Like, like we're, we're bringing up foreign culture. That's not native to the places we are living now. So we all of us are gentrifiers. But gentrification has more to do with um, income. Because like you come in with your income, you are uh, yeah. paying paying prices. That, Willing to pay, yeah. yeah. People who grew up there can't pay, right? But do you think gays are a part of the gentrification problem. Like, no, is I usually first set of gentrifiers. Let me, let me tell you why I ask that. Because in my neighborhood, for example, I've seen a lot of gentrification, right? And yeah. um, usually the gays would come in first. And then once the gays move in, then you would start seeing like families moving in afterwards. So do you think, you know, maybe because of Gays having disposable income, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, not having kids. Do you think that leads to them being gentrified? Mm, I don't think so. I think I think single people as a whole moving into neighborhoods. And to be honest, uh, even though like this is the thing about social media, because social media does not reflect real life at all. It's just that people on social media are loud. Social media will say, um, oh, gentrification is ruining neighborhoods or whatever, or culturally racial, whatever. But like when you talk to locals, so like my aunt and my grandmother, they've lived in Brooklyn since probably the 60s, like a long time. And when they talk about gentrification, girl, they love it. They're like, they love the fact that white people are moving into their neighborhoods because that means that the police are going to do their jobs more oh now that white people are involved. So, like, the people who live there, like, the older people, they love, like, they are a fan of gentrification. Okay, so Josh and his family are for gentrification. I just want to... And to be honest, yeah. and to be honest, I'm sure my family is just waiting to get a nice sweet offer for their house and they're going to pick up and move. And Josh and his family are also not into um, creating intergenerational wealth. They're going to sell 
whatever assets they own to white people. But Josh, Girl, you, you, you think I care after I dead? Let us not focus too much on gentrification. Let's go back to pride. What does pride mean to you? Girl, pride means to me is, I guess for me, it's more these simple things like being Sorry. able, okay. being able, uh, well, girl, I've been doing that before, but it's like being able to like love out loud or like hold your boyfriend's hand in public, you know, get benefits um, from the state to someone that you might be married to. <laughs> Because I feel like before it was legal, people were still sucking dick on Grindr or whatever. Like the app still existed. Like Craigslist still existed. The only thing now is that you you have open, like you're allowed to be more open. Like you can't get discriminated against in the workplace for being yourself, et cetera, et cetera. That, that's what pride means to me. What does pride mean to you? <laughs> um. Pride means, what pride means to me is um, freedom to be myself. Um, you, you, you touched on some of the things like, you know, it's okay to be gay at work. Like, I'm not going to be having a bunch of like gay flags all over my desk. But mm-hmm. when my colleagues ask me what you did this weekend, I can feel comfortable to say, yeah, my boyfriend and I did X. I don't have to hide that certain part of me. Um, and I just feel like just being honest and open about who I am uh, allows me to have more meaningful relationships with colleagues, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like you said, too, just just benefits on the whole. Like, if you file in together with your partner, you pay so much less in taxes. And I think that's something that gays should be allowed to do because um, straight people do it. So why should we be discriminated against for living with someone we love? Um, you know, and, uh, why, why can't we just enjoy those, those tax benefits as well? Um, and then like, you know, other things, for example, there may be gay people who are not necessarily on good terms with their family members, but then they may have a partner or a loved one um, who can maybe take care of them in, in, in times when they're ill. Could you imagine, like you haven't spoken to your mom or your aunt in decades and then something happens to you, you die or whatever, and they get all your money? Like, mm-hmm. I know it sounds trivial, but fuck that shit. You could now name your partner's beneficiary. You know, um, you could have your partner decide what to do with you in the event that you're, you're ill and you can't make decisions on your own. All of these things I think are very important. And so, you know, I'm, I'm really, I, I, I think what I'm saying is that pride uh, gives us the opportunity to have the same level of rights and benefits from a legal perspective that straight people would enjoy. And that's, that's really important. Mm-hmm. Or like, you know, that time that guy tried to stop me, I could now call the police and be like, yo, my mom. Yes. <laughs> and not be ridiculed for it. Girl, I don't know. That might seem like a reoccurring situation for you. Um, always, you just always put yourself in this situation. Somebody's always trying to stop me. That is true. <laughs> that is very true. 
Well, girl, after you stab up the knee, they want to stab you. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of stab, my neighbor has to show me to stab up in a while. So that's good. Do you know what's funny? Um, you just talked about like saying that, that you did something, your boyfriend at work or whatever. But I, at work, I always, <clears throat> I don't say boyfriend, I would say partner. Is that is that me being secretly afraid of being discriminated against? That I I give it like a gender neutral term. Perhaps, but it's, it's interesting that you say that because my colleague is straight and he always refers to his partner. He always says my partner, my partner. So then when I one day I asked him, I was like, when you say your partner, like, do you mean your work colleague? Because you can have partners at work. Yeah. Or like, are you talking about? somebody in life and he's like no my wife but he says he says partner because his sister is a lesbian and she has a partner i think i think she she got into a partnership before marriage was legal so they won't call yeah. wives they were called partners and he says yeah. he does it out of respect and to be gender neutral whatever whatever mm-hmm. so i was like okay that's a very interesting way of, of of looking at it um but back to you yeah it could possibly it could possibly be a cop out well, to be honest, I have this huge cop out waiting for me to in the back my back pocket. So okay, if I I feel really bad. So like the people at my job love me, and I feel really bad to like. Why would anyone love you? Right. So I feel really bad to just quit. So my excuse is I'm gonna be like, I'm my guy, my partner's pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't afford to sustain a family on like the salary, so I need like I'm going to another job with a higher salary. So good. So you don't have to say my partner is pregnant. What you could probably say is my partner, and I am expecting. Mm-hmm. And I'll be like, I just can't sustain a family like this. <laughs> I don't know why you feel the need to lie. <gasps> oh my god! Um, I don't because I don't want to burn any bridges. So let's say four or five years from now, you're back. (laughs) (laughs) I mean... (laughs) Do you think this is Josh? Well, I'll borrow a baby. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God, wait. It's about a four-year-old or five-year-old. I'll just be like, I'm not with them anymore. (laughs) (sighs) No, Joel, I do not think things do, okay? Gosh. But you clearly didn't. Girl, you know, I just want to say, I just want to say that, honestly, it's pretty amazing to, like, I guess, be gay so out loud and talking about gay shit so openly. Yeah. Which is why, I guess, pride is, pride is kind of important, but, um... Do you think that we owe it to, I guess, be more visible on social media in terms of being gay? Because I th- I would say our both of our social media it doesn't really come off gay. You know, it looks like. I think in an ideal world, no one would have to come out. <laughs> yeah, but we don't live in an ideal world. Um. And I think, I don't think we have a responsibility to be like gay on social media or anything. I just think that we live in a society where 
or let me, let me put it this way. I think you and I have gotten to a place in our lives where um, we should be okay with saying that we're gay if somebody ever asked. I'm not sure why anybody would have asked, but you know, I, I, I don't think we should deny being gay, but I also don't think that we have to like just be continuously posting um, five flags all over social media. I don't, I don't, think, I don't, I don't think that's gonna change anything because the people on our social media already know that we are gay. So I, I don't see how- Do they know? I mean, who doesn't know? Um, my social media is, is very neutral. Josh, I can take one look at your- Let me tell you why I know you here, okay? Number one, no picture of you are no girl, right? Number two, you have a lot of shitless photos. Any man over 30 that and, and I do not know. No, I am looking, I'm looking at it now, and you are wrong, you are wrong, you are wrong. There's a difference between you and your and, and, and a girl and you and a girlfriend. Number three, any man over 30 that has a great body is gay. Oh. Okay, and you have a good body. So, like, baby, everybody knows that you're gay, okay? Oh my god. Okay, fine, whatever. And, and then there's another telltale sign. You always go into these lovely places, but it's only a photo of you. Who are you there with? Who's taking that photo? Girl, because I'm a hoe. We should do, we should do a, a episode of your uh, Instagram. Look at this picture. You are at the beach. Oh, you went to Marbella. That's a really beautiful beach in Barcelona. Look at your outfit. Look at your outfit. Are you trying to tell me people who are watching this and thinking you straight? Let me describe what Josh has on. Josh basically has on a black panty. Next photo, when he's in Paris, France, Josh is wearing a black mesh top. Uh, Josh, you have got to be kidding me. I... Hmm, do I even need to go on? Okay, okay, point, point. <laughs> we, should, we should do an episode where we go to each other's uh, social media. Yeah, wow. you, you, said that, you said that the episode is in New York City and Josh's here is permed. Permed. Josh, get it together, please. You really straight, straight people do it all the time. Yeah, but that's swoop to the side. You have a swoop, baby. Swoop. <laughs> <laughs> You're not a side bag. <laughs> uh, Leave me alone. Josh. But actually, actually, you know what? Straight people and even rappers are doing the exact same thing. No, this other photo. Josh is with four bottles of wine. No straight man says, and I want no four bottle of wine. It will probably be beer or something, but not wine. Okay, 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 okay. I get your point. This is a very homosexual um, social media page, baby. Sorry. <clears throat> you know, I, I don't know why you're coming for me right now. I don't this, is not, this, this is about pride. This is about pride, and you are trying to I diminish want my life. 
I want you to be proud, baby. You are trying to diminish my life. No, I would never try to diminish your life or your or your or your or your life or your love or any of these things. But we are really running out of time. No, guys, guys, gays, girls. Um, we're going on a hiatus. So our last episode is this is our pride episode. We have a lot of things to a lot of things to revise. A picture of our podcast might be changing in the future. (laughs) 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 We are going to be undergoing a rebirth. We are going to uh, get some content and come back with some stories. I am screaming, Josh. You are such a fucking bitch. (laughs) Girl, I I just want to say... The place that we started, the roles have been replaced, honey. <laughs> <laughs> how we started is the opposite of how we ended, and I will leave it at that. <laughs> and with that said, I would like to thank you so much for being with our listeners. Um, we will be back in the fall, so we're taking summer off. We have so many projects to do this summer. <laughs> Good, and we're coming back with stories hey and we'll be back in the in the fall so thank you guys so much see you soon josh enjoy your summer bitch (laughs) (laughs) hard boy summer bye guys bye